From MIT Technology Review, I'm Laurel Ruma, and this is Business Lab, the show that helps business leaders make sense of new technologies coming out of the lab and into the marketplace. Our topic today is cloud seeding to increase rainfall. Although cloud seeding has been around since the 1940s, climate change and population growth are driving scientists to take a closer look at the technology which could offer a viable, cost-effective supplement to existing water supplies, particularly in arid and semi-arid regions like the United Arab Emirates. To help advance the science, in 2015, the UAE government launched a new initiative, the UAE Research Program for Rain Enhancement Science. The aim is to gather innovative projects from scientists in the field of rain enhancement from all over the world with the winning ideas obtaining a grant of $5 million to work and improve on concepts for a period of three years. Two words for you, nano-engineered materials. My guest today is Dr. Linda Zhou, who is a professor of civil and environmental engineering at Khalifa University of Science and Technology. Dr. Zhou leads a groundbreaking research project using nanotechnology to develop cloud seeding materials. She was awarded a grant by the UAE Research Program on Rain Enhancement Science from 2016 to 2019. Dr. Zhou's research interests include applying nanotechnology and membrane science to the development of low-energy and high-efficiency novel desalination and water purification solutions. This podcast is produced in partnership with the UAE Pavilion Expo 2020 Dubai. Welcome, Dr. Zhou. Thank you. So you were one of the first scientists in the world to explore the use of nanotechnology in cloud seeding. Why are you interested in this type of research? The cloud seeding materials used today are around for many decades already. The information and techniques are out of date and their effectiveness is not well understood. Through the advancement in nanotechnology and nanoscience nowadays. So we are working to design and engineer cloud seeding materials with optimal properties to ensure water vapor condensation will occur effectively and maximize the rainfall achieved. So cloud seeding is a form of weather modification that mimics what naturally occurs in clouds but enhances the process by adding particles that can stimulate and accelerate the condensation process. Could you explain in more detail how cloud seeding works? In the natural water cycle on the Earth, the sun irradiates on the surface of our planet, and the water on the surface is evaporated by the heat as the vapors, and the tiny vapors rise up into the atmosphere without condensation nuclei, which is small particles. So they will remain as vapors in the air and move higher and further. The natural occurring condensation nuclei, uh, such as dust particles, volcano flash, or pollens. Unfortunately, such material is unpredictable where and how much available. On the other hand, cloud seeding practice is to release artificial seeding materials 
as nuclei to initiate the water vapor in the cloud to condense into droplets and promote the formation of large droplets until they grow big enough, too heavy, and have to fall as rain. The key factors of a successful cloud seeding operation include first, identifying the suitable cloud for seeding. Second, having the efficient seeding material for water droplets formation. So to successfully cloud seed, you you kind of need a number of things, the right air temperature, the right humidity, a surface that attracts water and keeps it, and then the correct size material to allow the condensation to form on the particle. Is that correct? Uh, Yes, yes. So although cloud seeding has been around for decades, how does today's technology move it toward a greater success rate? Yeah, as we know, the global water shortage have been continuously intensified uh, by rapid population growth and economic development around the world. The conventional water resources, such as rivers, lakes, groundwater, uh, become very limited, and so as to drive the scientists and engineers to look for alternative water resources. Atmospheric water uh, is one of such alternative resources. At the moment, all possible solutions could resolve the water shortage issues should be examined carefully to improve the water shortage. Nanotechnology can engineer material and design the material uh, with well-controlled size, shapes, and properties. So has a huge possibility to improve its efficiency. And your research focuses on the cloud seeding material itself, specifically the nanomaterials, as you mentioned, which is a more effective tool in generating rain from the existing clouds. So what are conventional cloud seeding materials? And then how does nanotechnology come into play? The conventional cloud seeding materials include mostly hygroscopic salt mixture, which can change from salt crystals into water droplets at the right condition. And the delivery of this salt is to vaporize them by ignition by a flare device. This salt vapor then will recondense as very small particles. Because of the process is random and uncertain, so the form, the particle size cannot be controlled and the most probably are too small to be effective cloud seeding materials. The conventional cloud seeding material only can be activated at a very high relative humidity in the atmosphere, in the cloud, such as greater than 75% relative humidity. In my project, we have changed the surface of the material to make it more reactive, so it can work at a lower and wider relative community and humidity to make it more likely to happen. To achieve this, we used the nanotechnology to deposit titanium dioxide nanoparticles as a shell layer on the sodium chloride crystal core. This nanoengineered shell core structured material 
can be activated at much broader relative humidity conditions, such as about 65%. Yeah, because of the coated nanolayers are more hydrophilic and porous, so the water can be absorbed easily and increase the local relative humidity of the crystals and increase the probability of forming water droplets. So it is a synergistic effect. And you've also developed another kind of technology, the ice nucleating particles. How do those compare to cloud seeding materials? Yes, as you know, uh, cold clouds with sub-zero temperatures are also present in the atmosphere. They are made of many supercooled water vapors. So although they below the zero, but they still remain as vapor. One such cloud encounters the ice nucleation particles. They rapidly form large number of ice crystals and bypass the liquid water phase. So they form supercooled vapor and crystallize into ice particles. Ice nucleation uh, is important. It will initiate from the thin water layer formed on the surface of the ice nucleus, and the ice will grow rapidly at the expense of the water vapor in the cloud. We designed and fabricated a porous nanocomposite of 3D reduced graphene oxide and silica dioxide nanoparticles. This material can initiate ice nucleation followed by rapid growth starting from temperature as minus 8 degrees. This temperature is much higher than most other known ice nuclear material. Often they require minus 25 degrees or even lower. So this is very critical because the cloud seeding materials go very high up into the atmosphere where it is very cold, correct? Yes. The higher you up to the atmosphere, quickly move into sub-zero and very cold. So in the past, one of the challenges scientists encountered when researching cloud seeding was the lack of a simulation environment. You took this on as part of your research. What did you develop and how will it facilitate future research? It is a challenge area and uh, I have collaborated with Cloud Microphysics Modeling International Team. The innovation of my project is the characteristics data we obtained from experimental. Uh, This data describing my new seeding materials property and their interactions uh, in the atmosphere. So we can use them as input to develop one-dimensional and three-dimensional modeling of precipitation enhancement caused by cloud seeding. And the results prove uh, quite successful. And could you describe that can, you know, weather chamber that you used in your experiments? What are the challenges with then deploying the material out in the real world? Cloud chamber is a three-dimensional experimental environment. So they vary in size. I noticed a small one, medium one, large one. Okay, the small one could be 20 liters. And the large one could be like a, a, a building. The one I used is the eight cubic meter in space, in the dimension. Yeah, this cubic meter of a chamber 
with controlled humidity uh, and the temperature. And there is a device which can release the sealing materials from the top into the chamber. So while the, immediately after the sealing is released, the electronic equipment, which are electronic uh, optical cameras, will quickly uh, take many, many photos uh, to record the image while the seeding material is falling. And then we can later analyze at what stage the droplets formed and at what number and size of the droplets. So we can do a spectrum analysis and you will find out their vapor condensation and then the droplet formation and the size and the number of the droplets. So using this information, it's very uh, good to compare the performance of different materials. And we did that extensively. And then in the real world, where we don't have this controlled chamber, yeah. it's not quite um, as easy necessarily to measure that kind of success. Yes, you're right. In the open environment, it's more challenging. So your research signifies a milestone toward achieving greater water security in the world. What kind of effect can cloud seeding potentially have on a country like the UAE, which typically only records four inches of rain a year? Yeah, UAE is in the arid uh, climate zone. And the government has already taken the initiative of this uh, UAE research program for rain enhancement science. We call them UAE REP. And my research work has been supported in their first cycle um, and received excellent worldwide exposure. Today, together with the National Center of Meteorology in UAE, we can see the application of these new seeding materials in real operations uh, very quickly across UAE to increase the rainfall. Back to your technology, you filed a patent on the cloud seeding material itself. What are you working on now and what are you thinking about next? Yeah, one patent is filed on the titanium dioxide sodium chloride material for warm cloud seeding. And another patent is filed for porous graphene oxide, silica dioxide nanocomposite for cold cloud seeding. So at the moment, I'm working collaboratively with the project of evaluation of the effects of these materials in the open air. This project, uh, by using sensing and analyzing equipment on board of aircraft, uh, so a team of pilots are uh, conducting investigation by releasing the seeding materials and real-time capturing them and analyzing them. So it's uh, very promising to know more about the effects of this seeding material. On the other hand, I also dedicated to the scale up of the production, reduce the cost and uh, the application of the materials. We are looking forward to moving these seeding materials from laboratory uh, to the commercial venture for not only cloud seeding applications, but uh, wider applications. Uh, such as different weather modification uh, efforts, including 
agriculture or crop protection, hail or storm suppression, and snow, artificial snow making as a skiing resort. Yes, such type of applications. Certainly a number of possible commercial ventures. And you are also pursuing um, funding initiatives at this point too for your research. Is that correct? Um, like uh, we want to move these uh, materials, as I mentioned, from laboratory already and uh, scale up. Um, so it has a chance to reach in the market, to reach uh, many uh, different, uh, not only UAE and also in different parts of the world as well, because there are so many countries uh, worldwide practice uh, weather modifications and also cloud seeding, which is part of the weather modifications. Dr. Zhao, thank you so much for being with us here on the Business Lab. This has been an absolute fantastic conversation. Thank you uh, for having me. That was Dr. Linda Zhou, a professor of civil and environmental engineering at Khalifa University of Science and Technology, who I spoke with from Cambridge, Massachusetts, the home of MIT and MIT Technology Review, overlooking the Charles River. That's it for this episode of Business Lab. I'm your host, Laurel Ruma. I'm the director of Insights, the custom publishing division of MIT Technology Review. We were founded in 1899 at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, and you can find us in print, on the web, and at events each year around the world. For more information about us and the show, please check out our website at technologyreview.com. This show is available wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode, we hope you'll take a moment to rate and review us. Business Lab is a production of MIT Technology Review. This episode was produced by Collective Next. Thanks for listening.